Three, two, <laughs> one, action. Action, not go. Action. Action's better. Action. Yeah, we're, pr we're producing high-level stuff here. Yeah, but nobody can see us. Yet. Maybe people can. Maybe the computer's recording us, like in that movie we watched. Maybe. Where the computer's always ahead of you, playing the game. It's recording you, then, not me. I'm behind it. <laughs> but whoever's recording, whoever's on the other side of that thing is really disappointed. <laughs> they would really like me to turn the computer around. Maybe. Good news, bad news, everybody. Uh, Monster Energy Drinks do sponsor people. But not us. Not as good news. You have to be, like, pretty famous. Um, so, like, I saw Flex Lewis, seven-time uh, Mr. Olympia in the 212 division. So, like, the greatest of all time maybe in that division uh, is sponsored by Monster. But he's actually famous. Mm -hmm. So we'll keep working on it. We'll keep you up. Keep you posted. <laughs> but, you know. It is what it is. Uh -huh. No, no monster uh, sponsorship coming anytime soon. Until we're famous, maybe, or infamous. Or oh, <laughs> oh. Anyway, in the meantime, what are we? Uh, what's the story today? What are we talking about? Uh, purpose and excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Purpose and excitement within what? For to do what? Fitness exercise the reason behind this podcast that's right this is what that's actually the underlying this is a this is a fitness podcast if you've been listening this whole time and wondering it is a podcast about uh fitness yeah so we're going to talk about the confluence of purpose and excitement in uh in pursuing your exercise in pursuing your fitness so why don't we open you told us told me something we were chatting about this topic before we started mm -hmm. And you brought up something that you had on an OPEX call recently. And I think it literally captures like everything that matters. So give the, give the great people what they're, what they want. <laughs> what they want. Yeah. Uh, and so the main focus was as a coach, like understanding your why within fitness for yourself. And so I know that that's a conversation that we have with our clients all the time about like why fitness is important to them. Um, but having an understanding of it for yourself uh, is equally important because unless you understand the true reason why we do what we do every day, it, it's hard to then help others find that. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. Uh, and it's brought up within fitness a lot, but it's actually a, a fairly difficult and in-depth question or series of questions to answer is um, why exactly are you pursuing fitness? Yeah. And I think people are probably listening to this and going, well, wait a minute. No, that's easy. Like I want to improve my health. Right. And for the most part, that's, not wrong, right? But there's always like a deeper level. And so there's like the analogy of the onion, right? Like you just constantly peel back the layers and there's always something underlying that, right? So for some people, it may be like that their family struggles with diabetes or their family struggles with mental health and they don't want to be put in that same boat. Like they don't want to end up like their parents or their grandparents or something as simple as like, it's hard to say to someone, but it's like, 
I want to feel attractive to my significant other. I want my significant other to look at me with that same passion, that same drive as they did, whatever, 15 years ago when we first met. Like those are real things that people feel, but sometimes have a hard time actually expressing it or not wanting that to be the realization that they have that that's really why they are exercising. Yeah, I think people have, it's the underlying truth having had consultations with hundreds of people at this point, it's a variation always on a couple things. So it's avoiding maybe family illness, or if they were previously in very poor health or in poor health at the moment, it's avoiding that. Um, But an underlying thing, frankly, is feeling attractive, feeling healthy, feeling full of energy. Um, and this can obviously people who are, are with someone else married or in a, in a significant relationship, that's one thing, but it's also with people who aren't people who are single Mm -hmm. and just developing the confidence, uh, to, to get themselves into a relationship and people, you know, boys and girls, I think, uh, are very reluctant to bring this up, like the quote unquote, looking for someone like, and that's why they join the gym, but it is an underlying reason. It's not necessarily to find somebody at the gym, but it's the idea that you're, you don't feel good about how the world sees you and you'd like to positively affect change on that. And that is perfectly okay because um, that can be, obviously there's extremes where it's not, but it can be correlated with general happiness. If you're by yourself all the time and lonely, you're maybe not as happy as you could be. But it's also, frankly, if you're overweight and you're carrying excessive body fat, that's correlated with health too. So the two run together. so I think that what you said is perfect is is the generally healthy thing is such a baseline answer that it's kind of a non-answer. And it just doesn't frankly take a whole lot to get you in like reasonable health. So we want to dig a little bit deeper in terms of someone's initial purpose. Right. All right. So that's fine. That's what brings them into a facility or brings them to us in terms of reaching out to develop a coaching relationship. What about the enjoyment part? Because this is something where you hear a lot of different things, and I think we have some opinions about it based on our own anecdotal experience, but also watching other people. Yeah, and I think the enjoyment needs to be that like you're excited for yourself. Like you are excited in whatever capacity that is because you get to try something new at the gym, right? Maybe it's a new movement that you've never done. Maybe you're just excited because exercising makes you happy like but that's it that it it relates to you right yeah like that's that's the important part and i think something that people miss or easily caught up in other things yeah i think uh, so james fitzgerald uh, a mentor to me you and rye uh i think put this really well and i think he put it to rye this way is that the idea of needing the group like you need that energy of the group uh, or needing anyone else to pursue exercise is lower order. You shouldn't need anybody. And what he's saying, that comes across as kind of like harsh and mean. But what he's saying is you should be exercising because it makes you happy. You should be doing it purely for the enjoyment of it. As adults, this is as close as we can come in many ways to playing. And, and literally playing sports 
is a form of exercise. So when you come to the gym or wherever you engage with fitness, you, you're coming to play. And yes, it's fun to play with other people, but you should be only coming. That shouldn't be the reason. Like if what happens if that's if that's your why, all right, you need the mat the quote unquote the magic of the group. Well, what happens when there's a global pandemic and you can't come to the gym? Do you stop exercising? In many people, in many cases, group class people did. Right. They completely stopped. Not everybody, but in many cases, people did. And it's like, okay, well, that's not a real solution. Because what if the gym doesn't reopen? You're just gonna stop. You'll just deteriorate physically because you don't have somebody cajoling you to exercise. Are you, are you in fourth grade? Like, <laughs> do you have no self-discipline? Like, and it, it, you could look at it like that, and that sounds very harsh, but I guess maybe what I'm trying to say is um, we want to encourage people to exercise because they love it, because it pleases them, because it makes them happy. At the same time, if that was the case, if it was purely for enjoyment, then uh, then you could just kind of sort of bounce around to stuff. And I think you and I are of the opinion that that's not such a great idea. Yeah, and I think, again, it kind of goes back to conversations that we've had, right? Like choosing to work with us is an option for fitness, right? But at the end of the day, like choosing to do whatever makes you happy in fitness is what matters most. Again, that's why we encourage doing thing, doing fitness, right? In any regard that that is. And so there are people that we work with that are excited about running. And so we train them for marathons. There are ex- people who are excited about powerlifting. So we train them for powerlifting. It is finding your niche, right? That's why there are so many different outlets for fitness because there's so many different things that people enjoy doing. And so if the answer is, well, I do X because of the people that are there, not because I enjoy it, then that just seems kind of silly. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, I also, you know, kind of to maybe challenge that point a little bit, you can do things for the enjoyment, but there has to be some sort of attention to intent, so to speak. There has to be a progression. Or if there doesn't have to be, just don't be super disappointed where you kind of run in place. So you don't have to chase something. There doesn't, you don't have to be training for strength. You don't have to be training for hypertrophy, for body composition change. You don't have to be training your aerobic capacity if you want to run a half marathon or, or whatever. You don't have to do that. It doesn't, your, your training doesn't have to have a focus. It, it's your option. However, and we've seen this, we, we've seen hundreds of case studies of this. Don't be real shocked when not a lot changes. You will look the same. Your strength will either stay the same or potentially decrease. Um, and those goals that you came in and told someone about when you started and ostensibly why you're paying the money, you're not going to move the ball towards them. So what we have to find, again, is that confluence between loving, engaging with some form of exercise and periodically self-evaluating as to where you want that to take you. 
And so I have a few people now who are right at the end of a training block. They just finished um, training for strength, did some maximal effort tests, and they're going on to active rest. So some time purposely away from the gym where they can re recharge their batteries. And that is like kind of dictated by me. They can come in if they want basically to like have fun, chase the pump, but there's no, no uh, codified programming for them for about a week. So they can just chill out before we start something new. And so the conversation we have is what effectively what excites them now? What do they want to do? So it is purely enjoyment. However, within the spectrum of enjoyment, we're going to chase whatever they want to do in a thoughtful, progressive way. And I think this is where the, the difference between having an actual coach and having like kind of a uh, someone who's coaching lots of people at the same time, just trying to make the whole thing go. That's where the difference is, is we can have these conversations. And it's a critical part of what we provide to people is to having the conversations of like, okay, so where do you want to go? What do you think is going to make you happy? And then Amanda's job, my job, Bri's job is literally to make that happen. And it's like in that, those exact words, what we say to people, like you tell me what you want. My job is to figure out how we're going to do it. Your job is to execute. Right. And again, I think this is like just kind of the culmination of, of things that we've been talking over the last several weeks is like now merging the two. Like you, we've talked to you about your why. We've talked about like finding something that you enjoy, but the process of now marrying the two. Because if not, then you're in a standstill in one thing or another, right? You're either, your purpose for coming to the gym is because you wanna get better at something, but you don't enjoy it. You're just doing it because it is what you feel you need to do it's to feel good about yourself, yeah. right? Or you're doing it for the enjoyment, right? You're coming because you enjoy being around people or you enjoy just being by yourself, if that's the only time you get away mm -hmm. from whatever, right? But it's it's the combination of both that people find the most success. You've found your purpose, your why in your fitness, and you are excited to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you just, you just smashed it. You hit the nail right on the head. It's like um, finding that. And I think the, the important thing to keep in mind, you, the dear listener, is your those two things are almost certainly not going to stay the same. We're not suggesting that these things are stagnant because they're certainly not for us. We have changing interests. We did a whole podcast about it, like where your focus changes like the season changes. That is okay. I actually think that's probably preferable, that your, your focus evolves over time so that you're always really excited about what you're into at that moment. And so we're not here to place value on like one form of training or one particular focus is any better than the other because it's certainly not really. It's only what you're into. The idea is to stop and think about it and figure out like, are, is what you're engaging with sustainable? I think sometimes the misconception is that we only work with people who are very performance driven. And that is absurd. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, of the, the, the 
a couple dozen people that I, I work with, I would say f- four or six are like outwardly numbers driven. And the other several dozen are not. Right. They just want to look good, be generally healthy, and enjoy playing, enjoy the pursuit of their fitness. And that is perfectly fine with me. And that resonates with me because I don't, you know, I, I feel very similarly in many cases. Um, yeah. So give us give us some other thoughts. You're smashing it. So I'm just going to turn it over to you and let turn you run this me. one. Yeah. I, I, you know, I guess... It, the hard part is, or the easy part is, right, is that we, these are conversations that we have with the people that we work with almost on a daily basis. Yeah, constantly. Like, because things are constantly changing. And so having the ability to shift your focus and the fluidity of that because you're working with a coach is a good thing because no one stays the same, right? Like you don't want the same things that you wanted at 16 years old, like now at 37, right? You may not even still want the same things that you wanted at 36 years old. That's what happens. Like time changes, you change. So being able to alter this aspect of your life, just like you alter other aspects of your life, is great and it should be that way i think it's the only way it can be it's interesting it's poignant because in many ways i want the same things that i wanted when i was 16 or 17 like it's this it goes back um but it has to evolve it, it won't stay stagnant and you almost certainly can't um, continue to do one thing forever right you're really really into olympic weightlifting well like at some point you're not gonna be able to do that anymore like you can't physically do it. It's too demanding. Really into powerlifting. Well, there's a shelf life for that. Like it's demanding. It's hard on your joints. So like you have to you have to be evolving of like, well, what are you going to do next? And I think that's just what we're saying. But it's it, it should be the underlying thing should be you're doing, you're engaging with fitness because it makes you happy. Yes, it's for your family. Yes, it's for your health. Yes, it's because you don't want to be vastly overweight, et cetera. Yes, it's because you like to see your friends at the gym and engage with people and listen to music, et cetera. Um, but the the underlying thing, which should be, is because it makes you happy. Yeah. And paired with, right, you being able to see progress. Right. Right? So, it, and that's that's it. It's, it's, it's the balance between the two, right? Like, being happy and being excited because you enjoy whoever is around you at the gym is only going to take you so far because those people may not always be there. They may move, right? Again, it goes back to your lives change. So the people around you are going to change. And so if that changes and that means you no longer are exercising because now there's no more people there that you enjoy exercising with, well, then what does that say about your commitment to your health, to your fitness, to being better, right? Your original why or vice versa, right? If if your stated goal is you want to get stronger, you want to run faster, you want to be more powerful, you want to whatever, be able to go and play pickup games at 42 years old. Like if your training isn't keeping you progressing to those stated goals, then 
you're not going to, you're not going to keep going. You're not, not going to stick train. with it. Yeah. Like, and I, yeah. It's, so there, there has to be a good balance of both. Well, I think if we, if we see our kind of collective experience in kind of group settings where that's really important, especially when you have like a close knit group or you have a close knit group of friends, what inevitably happens is that group at some point along the line starts to fall apart because of life, because this person moves, this person uh, has a change of job and can't come at that time anymore, or it has children and it's no longer realistic or it catches an injury. Um, and if, a, if an, that, so that's a given that will happen. The issue then is it becomes then apparent that you may not have been progressing all that much that whole time. And you and I can name 15 people that we've seen this with where their strength has increased nominally, if at all, or their performance generally. And you can think of this too, when you reach, you know, when you start to creep into your say forties and fifties, and the idea isn't that you maybe aren't PRing anymore, but there's still progression because you're resisting atrophy. So the progression is to resist being pushed backwards. So it's it's just how reframing how you look at that. However, if you haven't moved anywhere, and this is where you see people quit, it's it's the loss of their social group and the realization that they're basically just running in place. They're coming in and consuming fitness, but not actually deriving any sort of progressive benefit. It's just they're kind of moving, which is again okay, but impermanent basically. That only gets you so for so long, and then you move on. Right. And I think that just what lends credence to this is you can look at the different trends of fitness over the years, right? Like think about all the different types of fitness that have been and like how they've faded out because somewhere along the way, one of these two things was then out of balance. Like people didn't see the purpose in it because they weren't progressing or people lost the, the excitement, the enjoyment of trying something new, right? So it goes back to, if that's the case, if that's all you're focused on, then maybe you've done Zuma, you've done Orange Theory, you've done whatever that 145 thing is, like all these different things, right? Because you're chasing some sort of excitement and the excitement is that eventually it wears off because you don't enjoy it and you're not seeing some type of progress. You know, what's really interesting is where you don't see this is in the conventional gym. So I've been going to conventional gyms since I was 16 years old. I recently went back to my like childhood teenage gym. I go there whenever I'm um, back in Pittsburgh at home visiting my family, same one, same owner, same everything. Um, and it's the same people. It's the same guys from what literally from when I was 18 years old. Uh, doing the same stuff. And on the one hand, you could look at that as like maybe negative, it's like, cause they're doing like in many cases, the exact same stuff. Like I remember what they did. They're still doing it. <laughs> same stuff. On the other hand, they are what we're talking about. They've been coming every day for decades and they aren't going to quit anytime soon. And while they have some social connections there, they are by and large there for themselves. And at some level, you can quibble about their progression, 
right? But they're still, the, so that's an issue. But they come. And if we look at other models that we're more inter, inter, like intimately familiar with, like that literally doesn't exist. There are not, there are no people who, who last that long. Or there's like, they're, they're these soul surviving type people. And I think there's something going on there. And I think it's the implicit uh, lack of conversation about enjoying the process in like, does this make you happy? Because it's not about necessarily any one achievement or any one group of friends. It's like, does it please you at a very personal level? And so it's just an, it's an interesting irony that I was thinking of just as we've been having this discussion. Yeah, uh, and it, it is. It is important. And again, it goes back to tying in your why. Like, and we're not saying that any of these things are wrong or you shouldn't enjoy doing whatever it is that you're enjoying, but it goes back to your why. And so if you're okay with just kind of going through the motions because it makes you excited, but don't be surprised if somewhere along the way, if that excitement dwindles and you realize, oh, I never met my why. I never made it through on the initial reason that I stepped foot into whatever form of fitness that then you're let down. Yeah, I think. And, and so the reason I think we're having this conversation, the reason we've we've kind of been saying it without saying it is why this is a podcast episode is because people don't. Because we've seen hundreds of people come in, pay a significant amount of money, and they don't actually ever achieve what they came in the door to do. They get caught up in the culture of it, and they derive a lot of benefit from it in terms of social connection and you know some improvements in their health and things like that. But they never actually get to where they want to go. And I think that you and I just find that like very unacceptable that at some level the system is failing them. And so then the system needs to change and, and it needs to self-evaluate as to why it looks the way it looks because it does not work for most people. And, and you know, as a listener to this, if you're a coach, obviously you're at a gym owner, you can like exert change. But if you're a, a person who comes at the gym, just ask yourself these questions. Like, are you pleased? Are you happy? Do you look forward to going? And then are you making progress? Are you demonstrably stronger, fitter, more aesthetically in the direction you want to be than you were six months ago, one year ago, two years ago? If the answer to those things is no, that's a problem. And, 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 you know, it, it's worth exploring with someone who can help you. Yeah. And again, it, it, we are not advocating for one thing over the other, right? Mm -hmm. the, again, this goes back to being a thinking athlete. Like these are things we want you to think about in any sort of aspect of your life, right? Like, so Absolutely. take fitness, like this is a fitness podcast, obviously this is what we talk about. We are coaches, but extrapolate that to, everything that you do in life. Yeah, you like, can do this with your job too. It's right, the same. Like, like what is the purpose behind it? Right? Like, sure. Okay. Take, take your job as an example, right? The main purpose you have a job, right? Is I assume 
<laughs> you need a roof over your head, food in your belly, clothes on your back, right? But if you are not enjoying that job, like, then are you truly happy? Or are you reevaluating whether or not you need a different job? Like, it's, so it, it, it's just extrapolated or can be to so many aspects of your life. And people evaluate, right? You evaluate your relationships, you evaluate your friendships, you evaluate your job. So we're just saying you should do the same with another aspect of your life that is huge. And that is what are you doing for your health and fitness? Yeah, exactly. And I would actually say uh, the most important thing about your job is enjoyment. There's like a, a zillion things you can do to like feed yourself, clothe yourself, shelter yourself. Uh, but you only get one like go around. And so I'm of the opinion that you shouldn't do anything that doesn't make you happy, uh, which obviously is easy to say, but hard to do when you have dependence and things like that. But it is certainly like, just like you said, that the same thing goes for your fitness. Like you get one shot. Today is never going to happen again. It's never going to be Sunday the 18th again or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you should really be sure that you're, you're getting the most out of everything, asking hard questions. All right. Last 45 seconds. You have the final word because you smashed this one. <laughs> smashed them all, but specifically this one. But this one. Uh, I think it's just because we spend time doing this with, with our own fitness. Like we understand the importance and we just want you to think about it as well. Yeah, I, you're, you smashed it. Again, uh, I think we're, we're, this topic is because we want people to be happy and we want um, people to get out of it what we feel like we've gotten out of it. And that's, if we can help you do that, if you think about this coming out of that, then, then we've been successful. So have a great day. We'll see you next time. See ya.